Welcome to episode 31 of the Sports Puzzle Podcast. We are going to go over some recent football news. I know in the last podcast I did yesterday, uh, I said probably was just going to focus on March Madness, but then a bunch of stuff happened today in the NFL, and I can't not talk about it. So here we go. Uh, This is Brandon, and... We're going to talk about some football news and March Madness brackets. So, here we go. All right, Case Keenum, the Vikings, ex-quarterback, uh, led us to an NFC Championship game. He went to the Broncos for a two-year, 36-mil deal. So, 18 a pop. Um, That's what went down for Case Keenum. That's what he brought into the free agency market. That's what he went for. That was the highest bidder. The Broncos. Uh, that's a pretty solid spot for Keenum, I'd say. I'm, I'm happy that he went there. Um, I have nothing nothing against the Broncos. Um, hopefully he can... He, he will do well for them. Uh, so he'll be hitting Demarius Thomas and Manuel Sanders, perhaps. Um, I don't know. We'll see. What happens there? Uh, the Bears got Allen Robinson for a three-year 42 mil. Uh, he was a wide receiver for the Jaguars. He was injured last year, and but he's an elite talent. Um, so the Bears kind of didn't hit good with Kevin White, and the Cameron Meredith went down, and just they need another spark on offense. So they're they're hoping Allen Robinson can be that spark. All right, Chiefs. Chiefs got Sammy Watkins. Um, I'm not sure what the, but yeah. They got Sammy Watkins, and they got a lot of talent for Patrick Mahomes. Um, Tyree Kill, Kareem Hunt, Travis Kelsey comes to my mind. Um, so that's enough right there. Um, and Mahomes can can connect for to Watkins. Um, I don't know. That's going to be an interesting Chiefs team next year with those playmakers and a rookie pretty much wider quarterback all right so then we got saints and drew Brees. there's some speculation early on today that the vikings might offer them a deal and it there the speculation was some team offered them a two-year 60 million so i'm not sure that was i kind of hope it was the vikings that offered them that um because it's drew Brees, and if you can get it I mean, that's, that would be sweet. Um, but he decided to go with the Saints, two-year, $50 million. Probably a good call um, to finish his career there. Uh, um, let's see. Sammy Biscuits, Sam Bradford, Vikings, other quarterback. Uh, he went to the Cardinals on a one-year, basically prove-it deal for $20 million. Uh, Yeah, that's... We'll see. It's, it seems like it's been like that his whole career, and he's been making a bunch of money. Just he, he, there's known to be some injuries, but when he's healthy, he's a he's he's almost you could say elite level talent. He's got the stats. I mean, he can huck the ball at a high accuracy rate and keep you in every game. Um, but there's always that injury. Jimmy Graham. 
He went to the Packers. Packers blow. It's going to be a bust. Three-year deal. Um, yep. Sorry, Packer fans. Jimmy Graham's going to bust out. And then, let's see here. The Packers also made some moves in free agency, and they uh, released um, Packer fans. You might know this guy, and you might have his jersey. Jordy Nelson was released by the Packers. Um, yeah, see ya, Jordy Nelson. But he's had a great career there, and I guess I f- he's just too old. He got Maybe he just knows that, or maybe even said to the Packers, was honest with them, just saying maybe he doesn't have it much left in him, or maybe he, he playing the defensive backs last year. He's like, I can't get past him. Maybe by that injury, he couldn't go into that second gear or something. Who knows? But he's gone. Okay. And then Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy H2O, Teddy at Teddy H2O, <laughs> uh, or Teddy B H2O. He is going to the Jets most likely. I don't think anything's official official yet, but he's probably going to the Jets. I threw it out there that whatever the money is, maybe the Vikings should just sign him as backup, and maybe they should, <laughs> but they're not going to. Um, he's probably going to the Jets. But the last person we have to talk about is the biggest for free agency market and for the Vikings combined into one. So Kirk Cousins, you like that. I like that. It's a risk. But there's reward. It's good timing for the way our team is right now. Lock them in. Don't worry about it. Just get it. Get the deal done. But I got to talk about this deal. And I know this is a March Madness podcast, but <clears throat> I still got to talk about this because I am a diehard Vikings fan. Been have that purple blood. Been my whole life, and. What happened with this deal is that it was the okay the three year twenty eight which equates to eighty four million, but this was the first NFL player in history, Kirk Cousins, who um, leveraged a deal basically to make or his agent and him leveraged a deal to make that a fully guaranteed deal, which means the number eighty four million is fully guaranteed. Um, so that might set the market, in my opinion, um, well, and others' opinions out there too, that this might set the table for the way the the players, for how hard they play and the injuries that they go out there and the basically the injuries um, in, in the, the way the structure, the contracts are structured now, um, is that. If you do get seriously injured, you're kind of covered for, you know, your year or two, but then you're kind of screwed. Um, So, and some of that contracts, I think, is lower in the first year. So, I don't know. It might change the landscape of of, uh, the way deals are working. Maybe NFL players, maybe they'll start realizing that, yeah, there's a lot of risk in them playing and with all these... um, the scan or the brain testing results um, going on. Um, who knows? Maybe more players will just get fully guaranteed contracts is basically what I'm trying to say. So Kirk Cousins is in a purple jersey next year. I think I heard he's looking at a house in Egan. Or there is a potential house, like 3.2 mil. I think there's like an MLS listing of 388-382-4, something like that. MLS 488-3284, it's just a giant house, I guess. Well, not too giant, less than 10,000 square feet, but uh, that's the word around town, um, that Egan house. Okay, I think that's it for the NFL news. That took under 10 minutes, which is good. So, because I don't think the bracket's really going to take me that long for half of it. So, it might just be another quick one. Or I might I might just do my whole bracket. And like I said, I might do like, 
I, I've done multiple brackets, so I might I could just share two of them that I've done. Um, start with one tonight, um, which I think I'm going to do. Actually, I'm going to switch it up here. I'm going to go with kind of my in one of my leagues, or well, yeah, my league. The points are a little way in favor of multiplier of the seed. So round one is a one times multiplier times the seed. So if a 12 seed upsets a five seed, um, for example, which happens pretty much every tourney, um, then you get 12 points. But if the five seed won, then you get five points. And the points, I mean, accumulate. And But the early rounds are worth kind of a lot of points, or or the, the seeds numbers, because you have these multipliers. Because the next round, the round of 32, is worth like a two times multiplier. So two times whatever the seed is. So the 12 was in there again. If you chose them to... Uh, yeah, to win, I mean, there's a two times multiplier um, to get to the Sweet 16 times their seed would be pretty nice. Uh, so that'd be 24 points. And so let's, for instance, Virginia, a one seed, the highest, the best, the highest seed in the tourney, um, <laughs> the best team, I guess, overall in the field. Uh, they. They would only get uh, one point for the first round because it's a one times multiplayer. One times one is one. <laughs> and then a two times, two times one, or two times two, or one times two is two. The one seed for the two times multiplier for two points. So if you just have two games correct for Virginia, that's three points. And if you have a 12 seed get correct for two games, that would be 24 points. So you can see the difference of the risk-taking. Um, but that's kind of what can save you in some of these different settings and leagues is picking those upsets. You re- reward the upsets, uh, which we've just been doing since the start of the league. Okay, so I'm going to go over my kind of crazy bracket in this league. And let me get to it here. This is going to be one of my first... I think this is the first bracket I did without touching it. Making any tweaks, and I'm rolling with it. Yep, this is the one. So I'm going to share this one with everybody. Okay. Um, I think I'm just going to do the whole bracket. Um, I'm going to see how the first... I mean, see how long, I guess, the first two... The first two, let's say I'm going to do the the bottom bracket. So I'm going to do the West and Midwest today. If I just do that, I'm going to see how long that's going to take. I don't think it's going to take that long to get to the Final Four team. I don't I don't think it's going to take that long. Because I, I can't really back it up that much, to be honest. Because my reset search, like pretty hardcore, has started... You know, last week for this stuff. I mean, I've been following um, here and there, Saturday games. You can kind of maybe turn on one just to watch some basketball here and there. But nothing too crazy. Um, so, But this time of year is awesome just because of this tourney. Um, and get to see some of those stars in pretty high uh, stressful situations. So it's fun just seeing those Cinderella teams with um, just having out there or going out there playing basketball, having fun. And that that's sometimes what really uh, the best teams have to do in order to win this tournament is just be relaxed. So, okay, we're going to start with the bottom left, which is the West. I'm going to have a drink here. Okay. Start in the bottom left in the West. Okay, the first matchup, and the previous episode, I went over all the teams. Um, So if you want, yeah, Last episode I did that, so I'm just going to do this kind of quick, um, go over the team name. So Xavier and <laughs> NCCU, or Texas Southern, um, against Texas Southern, the 16 seed, uh, play-in game. 
coming on up. So one of those two teams playing Xavier. Um, but my bracket, I immediately put the one seed <laughs> going uh, pretty much every time, or I do. Um, I don't think I've chose a 16 seed ever. I might have one time, but it's never happened. So why would I do that? But yeah, that's my reasoning right there. Okay, so I have Xavier winning this game as a one seed. Okay, and then the next game is Missouri against Florida State. Ah, the eight seed versus the nine seed. I have picked Missouri to win this game um i just think they're on a roll and there's a guy coming back this uh michael porter jr uh he was missing for i mean he was injured for much a lot of the season um but he's back for this tournament which could be a spark for him um i don't know i just florida state I just don't know. I, eight of nine seeds, a pretty tough one, but something's telling me to go against Florida State and roll with Missouri here because I'm pretty confident Xavier's going to take either one of them down. Um, but I've heard some something about Missouri. Um, okay, so the next game, <laughs> that's very good reasoning. I've just heard something. Ohio State, the five seed, at 12 seed South Dakota State. Um, the South Dakota State, <laughs> the Jackrabbits, I mean, they've been in the tournament before. Um, they had the Sweet 16, I think, appearance. Maybe even Elite 8, but they're just kind of a name brand, a name brand 12 uh, seed to take down the Ohio State. Um, I know Ohio State's got a team, one of the best coaches. Um, Yeah. I don't know. They're not doing much for me this year. Something's telling me to go against Ohio State this year, like all my brackets. I think all my brackets I have South Dakota State um, winning. That could uh, could be wrong, but... I don't know, but they do have that uh, guy like Diop, who's going to be perhaps the National Player of the Year candidate. So, but can the rest of their team <laughs> uh, do the rest? I don't know. Let's go twelve seed South Dakota State. All right. So I got one twelve over five at least already. That's already covered. All right, so we have Gonzaga. Up next, against the 13 seed, UNC Green. And I'm going to pause it for a sec. Okay, we're back. Okay, so yes. Um, Gonzaga versus UNC Green. UNC Green, I don't know much about at all. Um... Greensboro, um, but yep, I'm not going to have him winning because oh, I think Gonzaga is going to take this one. Gonzaga's still a good team. They've lost some guys, but I'm still rolling with the four seed Gonzaga here over UNC Green. Okay, so then the next matchup, we have six seed Houston versus 11 seed San Diego State. Um, I've heard some things about Houston, um, but I've heard some things pretty much about every team, whether it's a sleeper pick, uh, this or that, um, a deep, um, a dark horse, <laughs> I don't know, but easiest path, hardest path, um, man, it's all, you could all, you could analyze it all, there's so many opinions, um, mm-hmm. but you gotta just go with what you're thinking, but there's a little bit you can know in the early rounds, like, oh, this team's going to have the edge with the matchups, blah, blah, blah. But you still never know. There's no perfect brackets really ever. Okay. Michigan versus Montana. 
I have Michigan winning against Montana. I kind of want to have Montana winning because I know like everybody has Michigan in this game, and it would just be a good shot to make up nine points or eleven points on the the, the crowd, the scoring. So, but I'm sticking with Michigan at number three. Um, maybe I'll change that in this bracket because it is kind of the go crazy one. But this is what I was thinking. This was like my pretty much what my first bracket kind of told me. Um, with some of the research I've did prior to the first night. Okay, so here we go. Texas A&M versus the 7th seed versus the 10th seed Providence. Uh, I have Texas A&M winning against Providence. I don't really know. I can't really back it up too much, to be honest. But I heard the main reason is that I've kind of I've heard um, Texas A&M is a pretty pretty good team, and they are uh, they started the season pretty rough, going five in the SEC. Um, but they have some solid wins, and they got some some NBA talent for sure on their team. Um, maybe just one, uh, Robert Williams, but I think, yeah, I don't know. I can't really back it up too much. It was just kind of what I was thinking. So I got Texas A&M over Providence. <laughs> don't know too much about Providence this year. What's going on. I know Chris Dunn played for them. We, the Wolves got them and they were pretty darn good. They made some runs, at least the elite eight that year with them. Um, so, but yeah, they got a senior stud. Okay, last game of the West. North Carolina at Lipscomb. <laughs> Number two seed against the 15 seed. Uh, I'm pretty sure North Carolina is going to win here, but Lipscomb could be just a major, major upset. But I'm not picking it. I got North Carolina. Okay, that's the first set of games for the West region of the 2018 March Madness Bracketology. The Sports Puzzle Bracketology. Okay, I guess we'll move on to the next round, (laughs) which is the Sweet 16. Um, Yep, of the West... Uh, should I go straight there? I mean, yeah, I kind of just, just go straight there. Okay, so Sweet 16 of the West is Xavier versus Missouri, which I have in my bracket. So I got Xavier, the one seed, even in my crazy bracket, beating Missouri, taking down, and yeah, taking them down and winning. That's enough said. Okay, so the next game is South Dakota State versus Gonzaga. So Gonzaga is going to win this game. It's going to be a short-lived 12 over 5. Gonzaga too much. The Bulldogs too much for the Jackrabbits. Gonzaga continues. So I got the 4 in the 1 seed um, locked up into my lead 8. Wait a second here. No going to the sweet 16 excuse me okay and then we have houston and michigan they're playing each other and i have houston beating michigan the six seed taking down the three seed michigan with i think a lot of people's gonna have beat winning this game and hopefully i can get a little 12 point score there uh with the multiplier six times two all right, next game, I have Texas A&M versus North Carolina. And I have, I want Texas A&M to win this game. Well, I don't want them to, but I feel like I should have them winning this game, but I don't. So I have North Carolina winning, taking on Houston into the Sweet 16. Okay. After that, we're going to jump to, well, we got two games remaining out of the West, which is 
Now we have Xavier versus Gonzaga. So I have Xavier beating. This doesn't seem like a crazy bracket, but uh, yep. Wait a second here. Wait a second. Nope, this isn't my crazy bracket. <laughs> this is my kind of... This is no, this is my... Uh, wow. After looking at the West and now scrolling up, this is definitely my non-crazy bracket that I'm going with right now. So, sorry what I said before about this one being crazy because this isn't the one. This is kind of my... Yep, this bracket was done after... I was watching some some shows, um, some basketball, and after reading some stuff on the internet all in like one night, uh, just this is kind of what uh, I came up with from kind of all my information that I gather in a well thought out bracket, I, I guess. Um, so this is one. If you're out there listening, if you want like a legit bracket, <laughs> but that's not going to be right because legit brackets that you feel like are legit never are really that great, um, then yeah, you can kind of listen to this, but this is what I got. All right, so we're going to move on to the championship of the West, which is North Carolina versus Xavier. So the one and the two seed going on and playing against each other. <laughs> and, well, I guess I'll just say who wins. I'm going to say North Carolina is going to win. Um, and, yep, the two seed is going to move on to the Final Four, the Tar Heels. They got a guy that can shoot. They got some talent. They can beat Duke. can beat anybody in the, in the field. I think... Um, I just think North Carolina looking, I mean, I guess Texas A&M, Michigan, Houston are all solid teams and they could very well take down North Carolina. Um, but I have them, I have them going. So they're my first final four team from the West. Okay. So now in the Midwest, this, so I, I just did the bottom left. Now I'm going to the bottom right of the bracket. Midwest. We're going to start that one now. Okay, the one seed Kansas is going to be playing against the 16 seed Penn. And that means I'm going to pick the one seed Kansas. Previously stated, I always pick the one seed over 16 because it's never not happened. Uh, Seton Hall. But it would be cool to just go for it. And if you get that chance of getting that right, then you can always say you, you pick that 16, 16 seed over that one seed. But not happening here. Kansas winning that game. Next game is 8 seed Seton Hall versus the 9 seed NC State. I got NC State winning this game and beating Seton Hall. So the 9 seed continues. Next game is the 5 seed Clemson versus the 12 seed New Mexico State. New Mexico State! Another 12 seed is going to win this game. So in the West, in the Midwest, I have 2 for 2 for the 12 seeds winning. Could be wrong. But I got my 12 seeds covered. Okay, next game is Four seed Auburn versus thirteen Charleston. I got Auburn winning. Charleston could be a could be a nice pick here though. Could be a nice pick. Could get that thirteen points. Very doable. I like this out of the the best of the thirteen seeds for little little upset here. Okay, next game we got TCU versus the winner of Arizona State University and Syracuse. They have a play in game. Is that tonight? I don't know if that's tonight or not, but there is a play-in game tonight. I want to look real quick because I am curious which game that is. Maybe it's on 625. Maybe it's on right now. Um, Nope. Wait a second here. 
UCLA. Okay, not this one. UCLA and St. Bonaventure are the game tonight. Okay. And what time does that start? 8.10? I'm going to have to tune in. We got Radford going right now against Long Island. That is uh, that is the East, the top right playing game for the one seed right now. Um, right now, Radford's winning 30-28. to 28. It looks like it's going to be the halftime score. Well, end of the first half score. Okay. Let's keep going. We were at just at that one. So I have TCU winning that game. And I think, well, I don't know who's going to win the play-in game. I'll go with Syracuse. Michigan State, three seed versus Bucknell. This would be a crazy upset pick. This would bust a lot of brackets right away. It This could be a, bust, a bracket buster that would just be an epic one that usually happens. So watch out. But I don't have them. I got Michigan State winning this game. Um, yep, for sure. And then I got, what do we got? Rhode Island, <laughs> seven seed versus the Oklahoma 10 seed. I have Oklahoma winning with Trey Young. Um, yeah, I think maybe, well, what they need to do to win is Trey Young needs to definitely be on and someone else has to pick up the slack, get some rebounds. and yeah. But who knows? I got him as a 10 seed winning. And then Duke versus Iona. Duke versus Iona. And the number two seed versus 15. I have Duke winning. Enough said. Okay, so Kansas, we're going back to the top here. Um, oh. Gotta do that. Okay. Got some power. Back up to the top for the next games. We have Kansas versus NC State. And I have Kansas winning for the one seed. And then I have... Well, we have New Mexico State and Auburn playing next. I'm going to bracket. And New Mexico State is going to be the winner of that game. So, yep, I got New Mexico State in the Sweet 16 as a 12 seed. Going up against Kansas next. Uh, We'll see if that happens. And then I have... um, Well, I jumped the gun there, I think. Yep, I did, but that's okay. Uh, So we'll go back down a little bit to TCU versus Michigan State. Uh, The round of 34 games we're on. (laughs) Still, Michigan State is going to win that game. Duke versus Oklahoma. I have Duke winning. Duke's going to be... I don't know how Grayson Allen's going to be in this tournament, though. I mean, something... I mean, he could easily get kicked out of a game for doing something, and that would that would be tough for Duke. But they also got a nice another shooter, and, I mean, they got other talent that could pick up the slack, but... I got him winning against Oklahoma. Um, so now... We'll go uh, back up. Kansas versus New Mexico State. I have Kansas winning. Then we have Duke versus Michigan State. And I have Michigan State winning because I think Michigan's just an all-around solid team. And I don't think their first game is going to be too tough. Um, Their first or their second game, really. Whether it's Bucknell, Arizona State, Syracuse, TCU, um... I think we can get he can get Michigan State can get past there pretty easily, and then Duke I think can pretty easily get past their field. Um, hoping if this is the matchup, it'll be kind of an epic one. Um, but I have Kansas beating New Mexico State, and then Michigan State yep beating Duke. Kansas versus Michigan State for the Midwest in the Elite Eight, and then. Let's see here. Who do I have? I have Michigan State going to the Final Four for the Midwest. 
So I got North Carolina and Michigan State in uh, locked in in the Final Four. And what time are we sitting at here? I think I have to finish this bracket. I got to finish it. I got to finish it. Then I'll do my other bracket that I created tomorrow, the crazier one, because that's... I like that bracket. I actually have a good feeling about that one that I... That I filled out. Okay. We're going up to the top left to the south. We're going to finish this bracket up. I'm going to give you every pick of mine here this episode. So, here we go. The number one seed, Virginia, is... Wait a second here. Yeah, I got to go back up to uh, the beginning of the beginning. So, Virginia versus UMBC. I have Virginia winning. They're a one seed. Number eight, Creighton versus nine, Kansas State. Uh, I have Creighton winning here. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know too much about Kansas State or Creighton. I'm just picking Creighton. Kentucky, Davidson. I got Kentucky winning. Davidson's got a bunch of shooters, but I think Kentucky, uh, Calipari, I, I think Kentucky's going to be able to, They are a young team, but I think they're going to take this this uh, this game against Davidson um, due to the bigger guys. Arizona versus Buffalo is next. Arizona is going to move on and beat Buffalo. Four seed over the thirteen. Uh, Arizona's always a good team in the tournament. They're pretty trendy, and they'll probably do pretty good. But this could be kind of like another 13-seed upset. This could be a big bracket buster. A lot of people's got Arizona you know, going pretty safely. A lot of people have Arizona probably in the Sweet 16. Um, a lot probably lead eight. I mean, I don't know if they haven't beat them in Virginia. But okay, I got Arizona. Going down, number six seed Miami versus 11 Loyola Chicago. I have Miami winning the sixth seed. Don't know too much about either of the teams. Um, just, yep, let's go Miami. Three seed Tennessee versus 14 Wright State. I'm picking Tennessee. I got Tennessee going. And then I got Nevada versus Texas. I got Nevada winning, seven seed versus the 10 seed. Um, Someone's telling me Nevada's not a good pick, but it's kind of one of those that I just, it seems like I, I, I would put Texas because it's just, I kind of like Texas, the, the Longhorn, Durant. I mean, Texas is a solid team to pick, especially with the 10, but I think this is a pick that is Nevada's. <laughs> so I'm picking them. Uh, number two, Cincinnati versus 15, Georgia State. I got Cincinnati winning. They're a tough team. Okay. That's that for the South for the first set. Um, so now we got Virginia versus Creighton. I have Virginia moving on the one seed. And then we have Kentucky and Arizona. I have Arizona moving on to the next game. Beating Kentucky, the four seed, moving on against... Um, yep, Kentucky's going to lose. Because they're too young, but they're pretty solid. Okay, and then we got Miami versus Tennessee. I have Tennessee as the three seed beating Miami. Moving on. And then now we have Nevada versus Cincinnati. I have Cincinnati beating this game, winning this game, (laughs) and kind of confident in it. All right, back up. So now we have Virginia versus Arizona, and... I have Virginia, the one seed overall, beating Arizona. Now we have Tennessee versus Cincinnati. I have Tennessee beating Cincinnati as a three seed, moving on to play Virginia. So now I'm sitting at Tennessee versus Virginia, and I am picking Virginia. To go and move on to the final four in my south bracket. Virginia, North Carolina, Michigan State so far in my final four. Three out of the four has been revealed. So far I got a one seed, or a, yeah, one seed, a two seed, and a three seed. 
All right. Now, in the upper right, we're going to talk about the East. The last bracket. Uh, what do we... Yeah, what is it going to be like? 40 minutes? 40 minutes exact. Wow. All right. That was a four minutes there. So now, we're going to go East. Upper right. Villanova. Villanova. Wow. Villanova versus Long Island and... What was that? Radford? Radford. So the winner of that game tonight is going to be playing them. Uh, and have Villanova winning as a one seed. Uh, Virginia Tech. Wait, yeah, that's Virginia Tech, right? It's got to be. Um, yeah. Playing against Alabama. The eighth seed versus nine. I have Alabama winning. Number four. 5 seed West Virginia versus the 12 seed Murray State. Um, I have Murray State winning. So I have 3 out of the 4 12 seeds winning. Beating West Virginia. Wichita State versus Marshall. 4 seed versus 13. This would be another... 13s are big points uh, for upsets if you can get them. That's because uh, not a lot of people have them at all, and you get a lot of points. So that's if you hit on one of those, that's solid. Same with those twelves. That's other granted, other people have them too, but twelve solid. So okay, I have Murray State winning that one. Wichita State Marshall. I have Wichita State winning this game. I don't feel too good about it, um, but I have them winning. I think it's just too much for Marshall, but I don't really know much. Next game is Florida versus Saint. Oh, that's the game tonight. Saint Bonaventure and UCLA Bruins and the Bonnies. Um. Yep. So the winner of that game tonight will play against Florida, and I have Florida winning the sixth seed. Then we have Texas Tech three seed versus SF Austin. And I have what? I have SF Austin winning this game. Oh man. Mm-hmm. I got SF Austin win this game. 14 seed against Texas Tech. That's that would be a massive, massive upset. Um so I'm hoping that hits. That I don't like. I think I'm gonna change it. No, I can't change it. I can't change it. But SF Austin, let's go. They've done it before. Um, let's see. Let's see what they got cooking here. Um, so, yeah, the Lumberjacks, that's what they are. Um, yeah, I guess they're a pretty veteran team, but I know Texas Tech is a pretty, uh, pretty nice team as well. They got a big... Their defense is really good for Texas Tech, and it's uh, they got one good guy so on offense, I should say. So that means they could be a good team. So, but SF Austin, it is. I don't like it. Moving on, Arkansas number seven against Butler number ten. Um. I have Butler winning against Arkansas for the 10 seed. Holy cow. What? I got CS Fullerton over Purdue. Wow. So that's not going to happen. Um, but I got it. So let's go CS Fullerton. Um, let's see, uh, see if we can get some stuff. Um, the Titans... Um, oh, they have the number one free throw rate in the country. That's huge for clutch situations. Yeah, I don't know. They'll probably just turn it over a bunch. You know what? I am going to switch this. I'm going to do this on air. Because I don't like those picks much at all. And I'm going to switch. I'm going to be a bracket switcher. And switch Texas Tech. Because this isn't my crazy bracket. 
Um, and these picks just don't make too much sense. So I hope they don't win. But okay, so I'm I'm actually gonna be picking Purdue now to win, and I'm flip flopping to Texas Tech as well uh, up top um, at the three seed. So boom, I just uh, moved as the 15 seed beating Purdue and I switched from SF Austin as a 14 seed. So I hopefully not losing out on those 29 total points by making that switch. Okay. So now after my switches, we're moving on Villanova versus Alabama. We got Villanova versus Wichita state. Um, I got Villanova beating Wichita State because Villanova is going to beat them. Then I got Florida. Wait a second here. Murray State versus Wichita State. Yes. And then uh, we got to keep going down again. I think I did this last time. So Florida versus Texas Tech now. Um, I do have Florida... Winning against Texas Tech, obviously, because I made the switch. But I could have had SF Austin going farther, but I don't. So I got Florida moving on, playing against Butler. And Butler beating Purdue, which I kind of broke it there. But yeah, Butler's going to beat Purdue and play against Florida. Um, I think Butler, the Tennessee, is going to... They're kind of underrated. It's got the Butler name brand. It could just be that, though, and get beat by Arkansas. But I got Butler moving on against Florida. And so that's a 10 and a 6 moving on to the Sweet 16. Uh, Then we got just four teams left. Villanova versus Wichita State. I got Villanova. And then Butler versus Florida. I got Butler winning. So I got Butler... The Elite Eight. I don't like that. I don't like that. But is there an obvious team? Is Purdue obvious to go? I don't. They seem to always mess up. They always kind of just lose. So I'm going to grow with that. Butler always seems to win. Yeah. Let's roll with that. Don't need to do any more flip-flopping. Probably did too much. But I always do in March Madness. I always fill out and change them. And it's just all part of the fun. All part of the process to get ready. Okay, so then we got Butler versus Villanova. The 10 seed versus the 1 seed. And then I got Villanova moving on. Um, in my personal opinion, I think Villanova, Villanova has the easiest path to the Final Four in the in the brackets. Which probably means they're going to lose first in second round against Alabama or Virginia Tech. Okay, so that means my final four is wrapped up. Did all the regions. We got Virginia, North Carolina, and then we have, they're playing against each other, um, against Villanova and Michigan State. Wow. So we have a three seed in Michigan State, a two seed in North Carolina, a one seed in Virginia, and a one seed in Villanova. That's that's an okay mix. I mean, they're all pretty good teams, and I have them in my final four, so nothing crazy upsets um, except for Butler, I guess. That bracket, maybe that's why. See, now I messed up with my thinkings because if I have Butler going, that's probably because I thought I had him going against C.S. Fullerton, um, winning that pretty easily. And then them beating Florida, which makes sense to me. Um, which didn't really change, but okay. Shouldn't have flip-flopped. I have, so yeah, Virginia, and then moving on against North Carolina, and Michigan State beating Villanova. So I have a three seed versus a one seed of Virginia in the finals against Michigan State. 
And then I have Michigan State winning. They were pretty much like one of the better teams going into the season. They didn't really miss a beat all season and kind of just hung and at a pretty elite level. Um, and they got Tom Izzo that's <laughs> just famous for – he's a great coach. He does well in the tournament. And he gets to the Final Four. So we'll see what happens here. But my bracket has been revealed um, with one minor switch, which is okay because it's what happens, at least for me. I do make some switches. I like to uh, – I mean, I got some multiple brackets, but at least one of them, maybe two, I like to do some flip-flopping and try to just zone in on just one. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Okay. Um, so the game started Thursday. I mean, the playing game started tonight. Games are Thursday. I'm off work Thursday and Friday. Heck yeah. Uh, so people are going to be coming over Thursday to come watch the games. Get a couple TVs set up. Crack some beers and have a good time. <clears throat> um, so, yep. That's about it that we wanted to cover tonight. So tomorrow, I am going to do my other one that I originally kind of planned for tonight, but that's totally fine. We can do the crazier one that I do feel good about. I like this. I just like this other bracket. Um, So I'm going to reveal that one tomorrow and then talk about some other stuff that's going on. So, yep. Tune in tomorrow. I'm going to just do my ending of hopefully... Um, well, hopefully, what am I saying here? Yeah, you guys can contact us at Twitter. Um, you know how to listen to us because you're listening to us, obviously, right now. But if you're iTunes, the five star review, uh, maybe even a comment, um, positive comment, that would be great. That would help us um, grow and just get our name out there and hopefully more listeners. And I don't know. So, yep. Okay. This is Brandon signing out of episode 31 of the Sports Puzzle Podcast. Peace out, sports homies.